Welcome to Senior Connect, a podcast by Okra. In this episode of Carolyn's Caregiving Connection, Carolyn Lookabill helps to identify the most common risks for seniors living alone, and how best to help prevent or address them. Are you the child of a parent who's dealing with dementia and memory loss? And that person is still living in their own home, but you're getting more fearful every day of some of the safety concerns and the risks of living at home. Well, let's talk about that today on Lantern Rays. I'm Carolyn Lookabill, and today we're going to talk about safety risks of having a parent live at home when they're dealing with dementia and memory loss. Well, of course, the number one risk, whether we have memory loss or not, is falls. We know that one out of every three people over 65 is going to have a fall this next year. And when that happens, about two-thirds of them are never going to walk well again. They're going to be using a device like a cane, a walker, or perhaps even a wheelchair. So the most important thing is to take a look at falls risk. A fall can be, you know, again, as I said, very dangerous and can cause more than uh, an inability to walk safely. It can cause brain Uh, injury in and of itself. So what are some of the things we can do? We can make sure in the home that we've taken a look at things like floor space. Is the floor cluttered? Let's remove all throw rugs. Let's get rid of uh, stacks of magazines and books and newspapers that sometimes we put on the floor to have them close at hand around us. Let's make sure that we uh, have a, a space where we can put things like shoes and slippers and then again not just being left on the floor where we were seated so they become trip hazards. Take a look at all the cords that are in the home. Are there cords that could be uh, coiled up? There are many items you can get at a big box store like Home Depot or a tech store that allow us to manage our cords. They're actually called cord keepers. So take a look at cords. They can be a safety risk for us in terms of walking. Uh, Take a look at, the, as I said, what's on the floor and also the floor coverings. We definitely don't want throw rugs. We don't want anything that's going to be um, a slip hazard for us. So if we're in a kitchen area or an entryway and we have a floor that has um, kind of a slick surface, let's see if there's anything that we could put on that floor or anything we can do to that floor to kind of dull the shine so it um, doesn't appear as slick or actually uh, change the finish in some way to make it less slippery. And it could be as easy as putting treads on some of your stairs or something that, again, is affixed. It's not a loose item like a rug, but something that can help with the safety risk in and of itself. Uh, In terms of falls, we also want to make sure that mom and dad are able to walk and move safely now. You know, do they have proper footing? Do they have good shoes with hard soles? Uh, Are they walking around with, you know, uh, slippers that are old? And yes, they're comfortable, but they're at a high risk of falling with those things. Make sure that the footwear that we're using is appropriate. It fits well and um, it is solid. Let's make sure that if somebody does like slippers and they do like uh, socks instead of shoes, that we have the kind that have the best grip on them. That's very important. You want to make sure then uh, with um, the home that we have adequate uh, lighting. Do you have motion sensor lighting? That's something that's just uh, so inexpensive and such a plus in the home. Definitely have it in the bathrooms so that when someone even steps into the bathroom, the light automatically comes on. You can have them in the bedroom. You might even have um, motion sensor lighting or little night lights all about the room, so that if mom or dad get up in the middle of the night to use the restroom, the light is automatically there to lead the way to the next area that they're going to be into. 
Some folks even have motion sensor lighting all throughout the house so that if we're moving from one room to the next, the lights are automatically going to come on. You also may want to have the similar type of lighting outside the home so that if someone steps out the front door or the back door, the lights automatically come on. This can be an, not only an added security feature so that you know if anyone's approaching the home, the lights come on, but also if your parent who has memory loss tries to leave the home, that there's going to be lighting outside to lead their way on a walkway or a pathway or what have you. We want to make sure that in the home we also are paying attention to um, security features. Do we have appropriate locks? Do the windows lock? Are they locked? Uh, do we have uh, adequate locks on the front and the back doors? Do we have the ability to have locks that are controlled maybe with a new technology? So it's your own smartphone as a child that can control the locks. You can make sure mom and dad have appropriately locked the doors. You might be able to also control the lighting, you know, that kind of thing. Some people even use a security system that's simple, like a ring device or Simple Safe or any of these new uh, technology devices and services, they probably cost anywhere from $100 to $300. And basically, they are cameras. So you have a camera either outside the house, and you may also have them inside the house so that you're able to monitor what mom and dad are doing or if they should leave the house after a certain time. If the door opens, if something should happen, then you would be notified on your cell phone. Just as if it were an alert for an intruder, you'll be able to have the opposite where someone's leaving the home and you'll get that alert. You may want to reach out to your local uh, police departments and senior center to let them know you have someone in the home who does have memory loss. They may keep a database in your community so they know that address, they know that there's a person there who has memory loss, and if they see anything that's unusual or they get any reports or strange 911 calls, that they'll be alert to the situation and they would have your name and your contact information to help them uh, assist the individual. I can tell you that time and time again, a person with memory loss has left their home, they've gotten in a car, they've ended up miles away, or they've gone somewhere and uh, not been able to know exactly where they were. And so they're in a shopping center, they're in a grocery store, they're in a neighborhood where they lived 30 years before, and uh, the police really don't have any idea of who they are and what to do. Now, certainly they may have a driver's license on them, but they may or may not even have that. So certainly alert your safety officials, your police department, your fire department, and your senior center, and ask them what services and uh, resources they may have available to you and suggestions. So for safety in the home, again, we've talked a little bit about making sure we have clear pathways, making sure we have appropriate footwear. We know that, again, we don't want anyone to fall and then be at risk of not being able to walk safely uh, going forward. You know, We want to take uh, special attention to lighting. We want to pay attention to any other safety issues that we can in the home. There are companies that will actually come in and do a safety check for you. So you can call your local senior center and find out if there's one in your area. They will take a look at things as simple as outlets and whether or not you want to have little safety plugs that are put into the outlets. They'll advise you about appliances. If you have older lamps, older devices that may need to be rewired because those cords are getting frayed. They may advise you about security features. They'll take a look at your windows and doors. They may advise you about bathroom features. <clears throat> we know that in the bathroom, it's a very high risk area for us. Do you have grab bars? Could you use grab bars? Are there any um, 
items uh, that could be put onto the floor to make it a little less slick, if it is slick. Is the lighting appropriate? And in your community, your senior center will know if there's any special grant available. <coughs> Excuse me, and there are grants available to help seniors actually uh, safety-proof their homes. And that typically includes installing grab bars and other devices like motion sensor lighting uh, in the home. So find out if there's a service in your community that maybe will be paid for. Take a look at other safety features like major kitchen appliances, especially the stove. If your parent really doesn't need to be using the stove or perhaps they've left burners on or that's been a safety risk before, this may be a time where you want to simply unplug the device. And that way they may not uh, be able to use it. You may want to remove the knobs. Some people actually can install a switch inside a cupboard door that controls the power so that the parent can turn on the knobs. Nothing's going to happen until they would be able to go into a cabinet and flick a switch. And then that's how we would know that the power was restored, especially if you're going to be in the home and need to use that appliance. You may want to do the same thing with um, other items that could be safety risks. Like, for instance, you don't want any weapons in the home. Many times, many times, I've had senior gentlemen who had been hunters, who had been in the military, who for whatever reason had guns in the home or other items that were uh, weaponry, and um, not meaning to, they actually had those guns out for whatever in their mind might have been a real purpose, and it became something very tragic in the end. So you definitely want to remove any type of weapons from the home. You may have a concern about driving the car, and if that's the case, AARP has some uh, driving assessments and driving courses that are available. You can check the AARP website. Um, I know that in most communities, your local hospital may offer a driving assessment. That assessment is actually billed to Medicare. There is a fee for it, but it helps uh, a senior determine whether or not they have the correct vision or the reaction time, should they be in a car and driving. Uh, if you have concerns that uh, your parent may not really be uh, appropriate for driving, you really owe it to yourself, to the community, and to your parent to contact their physician. You can simply send a note, or if you're the power of attorney, uh, go ahead and make a call to the office and, and let them know. Dr. Johnson, I'm the daughter of Mrs. Wilson. She's got dementia, as you know, and it's progressing. We're really concerned about her safety, and particularly the fact that she's still trying to drive. So that then when you have that next appointment with the doctor, the doctor knows how to address the situation. They do it frequently and they will either say to that person, Mrs. Johnson, I cannot authorize or permit you to drive any longer. And I'm going to contact the Bureau of Motor Vehicles so that you will remain safe and those around you will remain safe. So then the most important thing is to make sure that person has transportation, whether it's through your local office on aging or friends and neighbors or church folks who can get them to medical appointments and shopping and what have you. Never let a parent who shouldn't be driving drive because if they get an accident, everything that they hold near and dear could be at risk in a lawsuit, not to mention the loss of health, the loss of limb, the loss of life to them and anyone else in their path. So some of the things that you know we've been talking about today are the risks of staying at home. Uh, it's a great time for you to take a look at all the things that are required to live in a home. The same thing in your own home. Is there someone who can handle home maintenance? We don't want our persons with um, memory loss outside trying to get on ladders to clean gutters. Have you arranged for someone to take care of lawn care 
Or is that something that could still be done you know, by mom or dad? Maybe they still like gardening and they can do that, but they may not be able to handle the larger home maintenance. Are they able to um, have services provided to them, like meal delivery, like um, home care, home health care? Are there services that keep them in their home as long as possible, but in a safe way? You know, um, your local big box stores, especially Lowe's on a nationwide level, has installed uh, little sections in the store to um, safety proof your home. And these are targeted at uh, families who have an older relative. And, um, you know, years ago, there were stores and sections of uh, larger stores that dealt with baby proofing our homes. Well, today we're kind of uh, uh, safety proofing our home when we have an older relative who may have dementia or memory loss. So go ahead to a store like that and take a look at some of the products that you may wish to purchase or install yourself. And then you may want to involve uh, a company. Even there at the store that you're at, they may be able to recommend someone who can look at safety features. And then in your time that you're visiting there, take a really watchful eye at the environment. What are the obvious safety features that we've talked about? You know, floor coverings, cords, uh, stoves and items that could be turned on readily, uh, doors and windows that need to lock appropriately, you know, and um, are there, is there simply too much in the home? Are there things that we can begin to remove because they're no longer used or needed? And those items then would be able to create more of a clear path for us. So we hope we've given you some tips today on how to safety-proof your home and deal with some of the risks of living at home alone. Probably your greatest risk is the risk of falls for someone with dementia. So taking a look at that physical environment is very, very appropriate. And let's use technology when we can so that you would be alerted if somebody were trying to leave your, the home or go into the home and know what's going on and then can get help more readily quickly. So today we've been talking about these risk factors and you've been watching Lantern Rays. We hope you'll tune in again to our weekly programs. And until then, we send you our best for today and always. Thank you for listening. Be sure to visit us at www.okra.com for more great content.